Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan coming at you again with another exciting Kicking Life podcast. Wowzers, folks. Can you believe it? This is episode number 188. My goodness. Yeah. Special shout out and thanks to all our listeners and fans. Thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy, busy day to be with me today. And uh, new listeners, thank you very much. I promise I'm going to give you everything I've got to help you live your best kick in life. And just a quick recap, what is a kick in life? Well, kick in life is more than just a good life or a great life. I mean, it's, it's a life that, man, you've got all four legs of that chair of life and balance, the mental side, the spiritual side, the emotional side, and the physical side. That baby's balanced. Now, that doesn't mean life isn't going to kick our butt. Uh-uh, it is. But we're so in balance, we feel so good about ourselves that we know we can get back up and fight another round. And that's what kicking life is all about, pushing you to become your absolute very best, utilize your God-given abilities to stand out in a crowd. Yeah, to stand up for what is right to be who you were born to be. And that's a kick in life. So this is episode, this is part two of the four-part series we got going on right now. And the four-part series is Live to Give. Last week, we talked about random acts of kindness. So after you're done with this show, make sure you go back and listen to the, the previous two shows. And for our new listeners, what we do is we record two shows a week. This one's a long show, and it uh, is anywhere from 40 to 50 minutes. And uh, it kind of gets in depth to the topic we're talking about. And then at the end of the week on Fridays, we have a second show that airs, and it's our weekend challenge. And it usually kind of ties in off the, the long show here and just kind of throws a right hook of reality at you and gives you a challenge to take on for the weekend. Yeah. So last week's shows, both of them were talked about random acts of kindness. The, uh, the longer one, we kind of dove in to, you know, different acts of kindness. And I ask you to share your random acts of kindness with me and with others on our Facebook pages and our Instagram pages. Let us know the things you're doing. And then a weekend challenge kind of challenge you with some uh, I don't know, different uh, acts of kindness, maybe to get outside of your comfort zone and do a few things that maybe you haven't done that's going to bring joy to you. Today, today's show is all about the power of the smile. Now, buckle up, folks. We, we've got a lot here. I've got probably more notes than I need to have on, on, on this one topic. But with that being said, it doesn't matter how many notes I've got, doesn't how much time I've got to talk about it. There's always something else that you could throw in there. Something else that maybe the the power of the smile, you know, share a story how it's impacted you or how you've impacted somebody else with the power of a smile. Now, I'm going to do my best and throw some things out there, uh, things maybe you, you've heard before, maybe you haven't heard before. But, of course, the whole message here is, or I guess I don't say the whole message, but the whole intent is planting those seeds in your mental garden. And maybe seeds have already been planted. Maybe they're good seeds. Maybe they're bad seeds. Well, hopefully from the show here, the good seeds are going to start to flourish and grow. Yeah. But of course, we got to make sure, just like any garden, we continue to till that garden. Make sure those negative weeds, yeah, they don't don't they don't take root there and start to grow because weeds will suffocate out all the goodness. Now you hear me talk a lot about you know negative environments, where, who you surround yourself with, and it's it's a proven fact, folks. You are, you are a percentage, a large percentage of the four to five people you surround yourself with every day, and 
what you put into your mind, what you put in your mental garden is what's going to grow. So I always advise, man, leave that news alone. Gosh darn, limit your time on uh, now social media. If you use it for what it's intended for, you know, go through and see photos and uh, see what old friends are doing. That's fine. But if you get involved in all the political nonsense and everything else that's going on, boy, oh boy, you're going to start to think the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Oh my gosh, it's the end of times. Now, there are a lot of bad things, yes, but there are also a lot of good things you never get to see. Yeah. Here's the thing. If we spend half as much time praying and reading the Bible as we do dwelling on the ugliness, now I know there's some scary things in the Bible, revelations, woo, out there, right? But my whole point is what you put in is what you get out. You look for the good, you're going to find more good. You look for the bad, of course, you're going to find more bad. And that dives right into the power of the smile. Now, do we always have something to smile about? Well, that's a yes and a no. Yes, if we look hard enough, especially on those days when it's tough, I know it could be very, very tough. And here's the weird thing. Physically, it actually takes less muscles to smile than it does to do just about anything else. I know. Wow. So physically, it's not tough at all. However, mentally, some days, man, it can be very tough. Very tough. Emotionally, some days it can be very tough. Physically, it's not. And then if we tie in the spiritual side of it, you know, if you pray every day, you're going to have more things to smile about. I promise. doesn't mean it's easy. That's how we kind of balance it out. So the power of the smile. Let me dive right into my notes here. And as we all know, some days we have to force it. We truly do. How can we really tell if someone's genuinely smiling? Well, the smile tells a story. And if you're frowning right now, do your best. Force that smile. Force it. Forcing it. Forcing it. Force that smile. Now, if you're driving, don't, don't look in the mirror. But if you're not, look in the mirror. Make the weirdest face you can make. Goofy face. Yeah, humor adds a smile, right? Makes you feel better about yourself. It does. I know. If you're doing this right now, maybe your kids walk in or your spouse walks in, they see you. <laughs> what the heck are you doing? Just smile and laugh. <laughs> not saying laugh at them, but of course, laughter, man, oh man, that's the best medicine in the world. It truly is. Also by smiling, it helps us take our mind off our own problems. Do our problems go away? No, they, they don't go away. However, when we're in the act of smiling, when we're in the act of helping somebody else, and last week we talked about random acts of kindness, when you're in the act of helping somebody else, maybe you're taking a toys to Toys for Tots, maybe you're dropping your coat, old coats and jackets off at the, the, the coat donation center, or maybe you're just putting some money in the Salvation Army who's ringing the bell. If you're doing any of those things, maybe you're holding the door for somebody. Maybe you're smiling at somebody. Maybe you know somebody's having a bad day. Maybe you're in line somewhere and you, maybe the drive-thru and you buy the uh, meal for the family behind you. Yeah, and I don't go to Starbucks much, but, well, not at all, actually. <laughs> I know a lot of folks do. Well, maybe at Starbucks the next time, pick up the person's order uh, behind them. Say, hey, I'll cover that. Little bitty things. I've told you before, if you listened before, about uh, a teachable moment with my son. We were coming back from a uh, Tony Robbins conference in Chicago and uh, going through the toll roads. And I said, hey, Austin, watch this. Got up to the toll thing, and it was 50 cents. So I mentioned, hey, I'm going to go ahead and cover the car behind me. Here's a dollar. And I said, okay, cool. And I said, watch this, Austin. I'm going to show you what 50 cents just bought. So we pull out, and we're looking in the rearview mirror, kind of looking back as the, the car pulled up that you know, behind us at the toll road and the person just kind of waved them on and you could, you could see, then they came up beside us. And I said, watch this Oz, here they come. And it was a, I don't know, family of four or five in a, in a, in a minivan. And they came up beside us 
And next thing I know, they're waving and, yeah, giving me the thumbs up and a thank you and this and that. It was fantastic. <laughs> and what did it cost me? It cost me 50 cents. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's an it's a easy, simple example, but oftentimes we don't think of it. I know. Why? Because we're not used to thinking about it. We're not used to doing it. We, get, we condition ourselves. Well, what we're conditioned to do, we do without thought. Habit, right? So I encourage you. Think about little things like that, those random acts of kindness. And, of course, that smile that they gave to me, gave right back to them. And once again, it cost me 50 cents to have that good feeling. That smile lasted quite some time. And that was way back in, uh, what was that, June, July? Yeah, that we went to that conference. Maybe it was last year. I don't remember. But anyway, I'm still talking about it today. <laughs> so the power of the smile. And once again, our problems don't go away. But the beautiful thing about it, when we're doing something for somebody else and we're thinking of somebody else, we're not thinking about our problems. And our problems, when we constantly focus on them, what happens? They magnify. Maybe it started off as a small problem. That sucker keeps growing and growing and growing. The more we're thinking about it, growing and growing and growing. Think about a weed in your garden. Yeah, if unchecked. Or if you, I mean, uh, the, the unfortunate thing is it's almost like you're fertilizing the weed in your mental garden when you keep thinking and dwelling on your problems. And most problems are fear. And fear is an acronym for false events appearing real. We build those babies up. We get them so big, they're like the size of a Goliath in the Bible, right? Huge. There's no way we're going to defeat that fear. But we take our focus off of that by smiling or helping somebody else or doing something different, taking our mind off of it. We go back to it. Yeah, it's still there. But I almost guarantee that problem is going to be more manageable now. Why? You're going to look at it from a different point of view. It's crazy how that works. But it does. What else? Well, not only does it make you feel better, makes others feel better, not only does it take your mind off your problems, smile looks good on you. I mean, it really does. Yeah, you look much better with a smile than you do with a frown. Look in the mirror, once again, frown. And it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Yeah, so you're actually working harder to look worse. How crazy is that? I mean, that goes against everything, right? In order to, in the gym, you got to work harder to look better, right? <laughs> well, smile, all you got to do is smile. It's easier to smile and look better than it is to frown and not look good. How crazy is that? I know. Insane, insane. And the other thing, what does a smile do? It's healthier. It makes you feel better. It releases the four feel-good chemicals in your body. Now, these chemicals, folks, I'll tell you what. If they were sold on the street or sold anywhere, my gosh, they would go for There's no way anybody could afford them. And, but here's the deal. They're made in our body. They're the most wonderful chemicals on the planet, and they're released naturally by smiling. Now, you might be saying, oh, what are you talking about, dude? No. Well, let me back up just a step. There's a chemical called cortisol. That's your stress chemical that's released. Anytime you're under pressure, under stress, or in panic mode, the fight-or-flight mode, Cortisol is pumping through your veins. That's that gives you that extra boost, that extra strength. You know, it helps the mom lift the car off the baby. It helps the mom defend herself against attackers who are trying to take her baby. Yeah. Cortisol was also, well, I think about back in the days of the cavemen, right? You're walking through the jungle and a saber-toothed tiger jumps out. Whoa, you got to protect your family. That cortisol gives you that extra shot of energy and adrenaline to either fight the saber-toothed tiger or outrun it, right? Yeah. But here's the deal. Cortisol is meant just for a quick, boom, boost of energy at fight or flight, and it's meant to be flushed out because when you got cortisol soaring through your veins, your, your uh, 
I'm got tongue tied here. Your main systems shut down in order to provide that extra energy. So your immune system, you know what we use to fight off infections and disease, right? It shuts down. Your digestive system shuts down. All these main systems shut down to give you that extra boost. So cortisol is meant to protect you, but it's not meant to continue being in your body and in your system continuously. And unfortunately, a lot of us are under so much stress and so much fear and so much panic and these these fears we have built up in our mind and the news media continuously dumps all this garbage on us about how horrible the world is. Not only does our smile go away, now we're frowning, we're working harder to look worse, yeah, but our bodies, our digestive system, no wonder everybody's got ulcers and uh, digestive problems, More people are more sick now than they've ever been before, it's because our immune system shut down too. And that cortisol just rolls through our veins continuously, continuously. So you might be saying, hey, dude, are you telling me just by smiling, I'm going to get rid of the cortisol? Exercise and smiling are number one and two, baby. Yeah. But let's just start with smiling. And when you exercise, you're going to feel better about yourself, so you're going to smile more. When you smile more, you're going to feel better about yourself, so you're going to want to do more things to feel better about yourself, so you're probably going to exercise more. Holy cow. It almost seems magical. Almost seems like I'm making it up, but you know I'm not. No. So back to how I started this. What are the four feel-good chemicals that are released by simply smiling, by simply helping somebody else, by simply putting somebody else first, by simply doing a random act of kindness? And I'm telling you, smiling is a random act of kindness because we have no idea the battles that others are fighting. We got all wrapped up in our own world, and I'm just as guilty of it too. I'll tell you a story in just a second about that. Um, I went to the mall recently, which I, I, I don't even win the last time I, I'm talking years. I don't know, maybe not 10 years, but it, my gosh, maybe Emmett, my youngest is 11 now. I, I bet I've only been to the mall one or two times since he's been alive. Holy cow. But anyway, I'll get to that story in a second. Let me get back to, I'm kind of keeping you in suspense here. What are these four chemicals? What are they? Oh my gosh. Well, they're endorphins. That's number one. That's your, your feel good, right? Your runner's high. Just gives you that. Yeah. I feel good, man. And then you got another one called serotonin and then oxytocin and dopamine. Those are like the core four, baby. The four feel-good chemicals that make you feel good about yourself. And here's the thing about those feel-good chemicals. When they're soaring through your veins, baby, they are flushing out all that cortisol. Think about it. It's four against one, right? Yeah. I know that cortisol's tough. It's not going to go away without a fight. Because why? That's your fight chemical. Yeah? It's not. With so many things on social media and online, we're constantly inundating our mind with fear and stress and panic. That cortisol is constantly through there. So why don't you think about that? Just simply smiling. Like right now, smile. Oh, wow. And we usually, when you smile, you take a breath, you relax. And the way you can really tell a smile is someone's eyes. Now, I've been plenty guilty of faking many a smile. <laughs> and I'm sure we all have. We've all heard, fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Now, there's something to be said about that. I mean, at least you're going through the act of smiling, tricking the body, but he can really tell a smile is in someone's eyes. Yeah, the look in someone's eyes. What I mean by that is maybe if you put your hand over or you kind of uh, uh, covered up your, oh, I covered up my mouth here. <laughs> I covered up the microphone. Anyway, cover up your mouth there and kind of look in the mirror and smile, but look at your eyes and then don't smile. Look at your eyes. It's crazy. Crazy stuff here. I know. And it's so simple. 
And the often the question I the often question the question yeah the often question the question I often get asked is if things are so simple like you say they are why aren't more people doing it? Well, the simple answer to that is what is easy and simple to do is also easy and simple not to do. I know it's crazy. Example I give all the time: we've all got a piece of exercise equipment that we bought with good intentions of getting on that thing, and it, it would be simple just to stop and get on the thing for ten minutes. But it's even simpler to walk by and throw another piece of clothes on that exercise piece of equipment. And that piece of equipment becomes a what? Laundry basket, right? <laughs> yeah. So now it's to the point where, man, it would take too much time to get all the clothes off. Yeah, then I'd have to actually work out. Uh, I'll skip it. Right? Anybody can relate to that? I know we can. I know we can. So what else? What else? Well, as if those four weren't enough, right? I'm telling you, uh, endorphins and dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin. Look those babies up. I ain't kidding. I had once, uh, I was at a, giving a speech and somebody said, hey man, what's the street value of those four chemicals? And I, I told him what I just told you. It, it, it's priceless. There's no way they, they, we could afford it or would it be kept in circulation. Now, unfortunately, the unfortunate thing is people use recreational drugs to try and achieve the result that these four give you. And it's never the same. Not only is it artificial, you're putting something in your body that's not safe, but the, the side effects are far worse. And then when you come down off of that, you actually have a spike in cortisol because you feel worse about yourself. Crazy, isn't it? Ooh. And what the body produces naturally, that's, you know, this body was created, man. I, I mean, the evolution of the human brain and the body is pretty gosh darn amazing. Now, I'm telling you all this stuff. These are things I knew, I knew not. <laughs> there you go. I knew not nothing. Things I didn't know a thing about five, six years ago. But by me surrounding myself with a better group of people, Surrounded myself with people that were motivated and driven to help one another, to start thinking of others in order to help not only others, but themselves. The more you're, in the mood, you're smiling and helping others, it comes right back, baby. You know, being kind is probably the most selfish act on the planet because you receive far more than the person you're being kind to. Crazy. It is. We often forget about that. But anyway, surround myself with the different folks, reading, going to conferences and seminars, and uh, Audible, every day, minimum of 30 minutes every day of listening to uh, something in my Audible account or, well, it's usually 30 minutes to an hour, depending on the day. Uh, and then YouTube, like TED Talks and inspirational, motivational, uh, uh, not only podcast, but messages from authors and from inspirational leaders that I really enjoy and who I surround myself with now. It's, it's amazing. It all starts with that one change. You can do it. I did it. You have to drop your ego, which is tough for a lot of folks. Bang! There's that right hook reality. That's the truth. Who you surround yourself with is who you're going to become. What else? Well, it's uh, um, it definitely spreads joy. If you're feeling better about yourself and you're smiling, you kind of light up the room, right? Brightens the room and it radiates just pure joy. Another thing, if you're going to be on the cynical side, I wrote this in my notes, so I don't want to forget it. <laughs> if you're going to be on the cynical side, if you're smiling all the time, you keep people guessing, right? They're probably like, the heck is he always smiling about? What's he got to be happy about? Keep them guessing. And if anything, if they're worried about you, they're probably forgetting about their problems. So in a sense, you're helping them without even knowing it. Wow, there's a twist. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. So I'd mentioned uh, about a little story I was going to tell you about going to the mall. And uh, I, I kind of get a visual here, folks. You know, I own the Mar Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts here in Edwardsville, Illinois. So if you're in the surrounding area, please come and visit us. 
You know, we talk about some of these same messages, you know, empowering one another to believe in themselves, to be their very, very best. Little life skills messages like the power of the smile we're talking about, following directions, being respectful, doing your best, not giving up, pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. Those are all some of the hidden benefits of martial arts. You know, a lot of folks think martial arts, unfortunately, is just punching and kicking. That's just a small part of it. I mean, a very small part of it. All the other things that are going on as far as building the person, regardless of a child or adult, to believe in themselves, to become their very, very best, to reestablish that mojo. You know, maybe a guy's lost his mojo, or maybe a mom has, has, has been a, um, raised ch- children, you know, for the last 20 years of her life, and she's kind of lost that zest. Bang, come in. Martial arts will help with that. I mean, it's all the little things that often go overlooked, but confidence is A number one. You feel better about yourself, like listening to motivational shows like this one right here, like going out and doing something physical like a martial arts class or exercising, it shows. It improves your quality of life. It truly, truly does. So if you're in the area, please come check us out, Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts. Or if you've got a martial arts school in, in your area, check it out. Make sure it's the right fit for you because there's a lot out there that, you know, a lot of really, really good martial arts academies, and then there's a lot that eh, maybe aren't the best. I always tell people, use your gut. And if you want a list of questions, go to our website. It's Grogan's Martial Arts, and we've got all the frequently asked questions, and you can definitely use those when you go to visit another school. So check that out. But anyway, I, what I normally wear, I call my pajamas. When I'm at the Martial Arts Academy, I'm wearing my, my uniform. The traditional word is called dobok. Most people hear gi, and then and that's fine. But whatever. I call my pajamas, so I'm in those, or I'm in sweatpants for the most part, and occasionally I'll throw on jeans. But I had to go to the mall because when I go and give speeches, when I'm not in my uniform, I need to be somewhat presentable, so I need a sports jacket or a blazer. And that's a story altogether. I went into, um, goodness gracious, a place called Express. I didn't even know Express was still around. There was some young guy there, and he was smiling, which we'll get to that smile in a second, talking about service. But I said, uh, he goes, can I help you? What are you looking for? And I said, well, a sports jacket. And he, he goes, sports jacket. Oh, you, you mean like uh, athletic jackets? He goes, we, we, we don't have those here. And he was thinking about like a team sport jacket. I said, no, no, like, like uh, almost like a suit jacket. And he's, he, he was puzzled. And Desi, my wife, says, oh, he means blazer. And the guy goes, oh, well, they're over here. Blazer? Isn't that a truck or a car? <laughs> I had a trailblazer for a number of years, right? But anyway, so my language was off. <laughs> wow. Some of you are probably saying, come on, goofball. But, you know, I'm thinking sports jacket. But anyway. So that, that was kind of a funny story anyway. So we, I'm looking for a blazer or a sports jacket at the mall. I mean, we, we wander into Macy's and we go there and try a couple on. And I, I, I'm kind of a unique size. I'm about five foot, eh, seven and a half, five foot eight. But I weigh about 180 pounds. And, and that, that's a good weight. Uh, that's a good weight for me to carry. But that's kind of, you know, short and compact, right? So finding a sports jacket. It's a little tough <laughs> to find one of those. So I was trying a few on. And then Desi goes, well, you need a new pair of shoes because you can't just wear tennis shoes with this. And uh, I've, I've got one sport jacket I've, I've wore out. It's kind of a brown one. Uh, and it's, uh, it goes great with my cowboy boots. But she had mentioned you need some new shoes. Well, I got really wide feet, so I need the wides. Well, most places don't have the wides. So I'm trying on shoes, getting a little, uh, you know, I'm not much for the mall thing. Been to a couple stores now. I'm getting a little hot and starting to sweat. It's Christmas time, which is beautiful. A lot of people around. And I kind of sit down. I'm trying on like the fourth pair of shoes. I was done. And I'm having a little pity party. Yes, I do it too. I know. Emmett was with us, and he was hot, and he was wanting to get out of there. 
and Desi, her, she's such a saint. That's my wife, uh, putting up with both of us a little, you know, whining. I want to get out of here. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting down having my own little personal pity party there, and I see this lady walking by, and clearly she's a little distraught. I mean, I don't know what's going on in her life, like just like I don't know what's going on in your life. But she had her head down and was just kind of moseying along. Well, I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, what the heck? I mean, I don't know what's going on in her life, but here I am. I've got the ability to be at this mall to try on some, you know, sport jackets or blazers <laughs> and shoes, and I'm frustrated because I've been there, I don't know, I guess at that time it had almost been an hour, um, and I'm having a little pity party. So I look up, and I just smile. And she happens to glance or look up, and a smile, and you can see the smile just, I, I, like I said, I don't know what she was going through, but all I know is she gave me a smile and just kind of, thank you. That was it. And as she walked on by, I'm sitting there getting on to myself, like, you selfish son of a gun. What are you doing sitting here having a pity party? You know, and once again, I don't know what was going on in her mind, but clearly she was distraught about something. Well, as I'm doing, I look back up, and she turns around another time and smiles and just kind of nods her head like, thank you again. folks. That's the power of the smile. Now, did that change that woman's life? <laughs> I, I sincerely doubt it. But for that moment, for that second, whatever she was dealing with, it was gone. Yeah. All by me getting out of my own little pity party, or, pity, pity party world and, and acknowledging somebody else who had their head down and clearly had more going on than, than I did. It's crazy. We all have experiences like that, especially right now. As great as the holidays are for most of us, unfortunately, there's a lot of folks that the holidays are not a good time. They're not. They've either lost someone, maybe going through a divorce. Maybe they haven't talked to their family or their kids in a while. We never know what they're going through. Maybe they just lost their job. We don't know. But we do know that we, or I want you to know, that we all have the power to make an impact. And it's as simple as a smile. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Crazy. Here's, here's another one for you. Research shows, and I mentioned it takes less muscles to smile than it does to frown. And then, then of course, with research, it depends on where you go. I, I try and, you know, get two or three and then average in the numbers to see. But here, here's kind of research. On average, some, some researchers say that it takes 17 to 26, I don't know where they get these numbers from, but that's what they came up with, 17 to 26 muscles to smile, while it takes anywhere from 43, once again, I don't know where they get the numbers from, but I'm just taking the average, 43 to 80 muscles to frown. So it's an opportunity for you to do less, but to get more out of it. When does that ever happen? I know. And here's another thing. We learn to smile or learn not to smile from our environment. Now, if we grew up in a, a, a hostile environment, probably wasn't a lot of smiling going on, okay? So maybe we got some baggage. Maybe we got some weeds in that garden. We got to get out of there. But we're, we're adults now, even teenagers now. We can make the choice. We can make the change. Every day is an opportunity to be who you were born to be. Starts with a smile. Maybe the environment you're in needs a smile. Maybe you can be that ray of sunshine. Maybe you can be that light that they all need. And some might be saying, well, you know what, you don't work where I work. You don't understand. No, I don't. And no, I don't understand. But I do understand that's an excuse. And if you keep making excuses, you're going to live your life by excuses. Woo, where'd that come from? Boom! Another right hook of reality. Probably just lost some listeners. Oh. Here's the thing. 
I know not everybody's going to like me. Not everybody's going to like the show. To be honest, it hurts when I hear that. But to know that I'm making a profound impact in millions of other lives, that's what I'm doing. That's the way we do it at our academy, too. We're not for everybody. We make the kids earn their belts. Why? Because when they succeed, when they know they've earned it, instead of just been given something, oh, my gosh, that brings out that true, true joy. Yeah, true joy. That's an <laughs> easy one for me to say. True joy. So, anyway, the, uh, um, as, as I mentioned earlier about the physical benefits of smiling, it's 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 amazing mentally physically spiritually emotionally when you're smiling you're tapping into all four of those it's fantastic well let's see what else i got in my notes oh i almost forgot this i kind of tied into this already but the uh think about right now when if you've got parties you're going to holiday parties or in general when you're you're going and hanging out with anybody who who would you rather hang around with Somebody that's frowning and complaining and has that scowl on their face. Do you want to be around those people? No. And some people might say, well, what if that is you? <laughs> well, you've got the ability to change that. At least try. Do your best. You know, what, what, what you do all the time, you'll do without thought. Meaning, if you can condition yourself to frown and have that scowl all the time, always kind of, you know, uh, um, taking everything personally, always being offended. That's not a healthy way to live. No. Before you know it, that is, that is your life. Because what you do all the time is what you'll eventually do without thought. You know, there's another saying, how you do anything is eventually how you'll do everything. So if you do everything with a scowl, before you know it, you're doing anything and everything with a scowl. You're doing everything with a smile, and sometimes it's tough. Like I said, I'm a realist. But man, you force it. You get conditioned to do it. And oftentimes kids, especially when they first come into the academy, they'll... Uh, uh, we'll say something, and I'll give them something, and they'll forget to say thank you. And I say, uh, hey, what what are we supposed to say? Um, oh, I forgot. Thank you. And I'll say, the reason you forgot is because you're not doing it enough. The same thing. If you're not smiling enough, you may forget how to smile. If you're not saying please enough, you're going to forget to say please. Because what you do naturally, what you do, uh, how you do anything, is eventually how you'll do everything. Well, now the kids, they know. They say, yes, sir, no, sir, without thought. They put their shoes side by side without thought. You get into smiling, the power of the smile, the impact it makes on you and others. You got to start doing that without thought as well. And once again, think about it. Would you, do you want to hang around those kind of people at a party? No. No. How about this? You know what the most beautiful part of your face is? Think about that for a second. I'm not even going to answer. You know what it is. Yeah. It can be the most beautiful part of your face or the most disturbing part of your face, depending if it's up or if it's down. That's your smile. There it is. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I knew I had this somewhere. I couldn't figure out how I wrote it up. But th th this is kind of the big one. I, I, I want you to really focus in on this. Think about the power of the smile is really how anything positive started, right? Think about it. You, I, Everyone was created based on a smile. When your parents first saw each other, first met each other, it's a good, it's a good chance, and I'm hoping it's a very good chance, that maybe your dad smiled at your mom. Maybe your mom smiled back and said, oh, he's interested. And then the guy says, oh, maybe she likes me. All right. It all started with a smile. And that smile led to one thing, which led to another, and then bang, you were created. Everything positive was created from a smile. Now, sometimes 
as the years turn, as the as the years roll on, maybe sometimes parents have lost that ability to smile because they don't do it enough. Which I'll give you numbers on the averages of how much kids smile and how much parents and adults smile. It's a scary, startling number, but it all started with a smile. Think about when you go into a to, to a restaurant. You go in there and the server is not smiling, and maybe they're faking it. But if they're like, Ugh. I mean, automatically, when you walk in, if you get that vibe, you get that feeling, are you really going to want to eat there? No, it turns your stomach. It turns you off. Yeah. Now, I worked in restaurants for a number of years. It's tough. Dealing with people is tough. <laughs> it's one of the toughest things because we have no idea what they're dealing with. And unfortunately, in like a service capacity industry, people feel if, if they're going in and you're serving them, then they've got the right to treat you however they want. It's terrible. I have if, no that is there's that that is so far from how it should be. But that's also the reality of things. If you don't know what I mean, if you've never worked in a restaurant before, I always encourage kids to get a job in a restaurant to really appreciate what what hard work is. Well, let me back up. I grew up on a farm. That's about the hardest work there is. But you don't have to deal with people. <laughs> you deal with a farmer, but that's about it. You got to deal with the animals, like shoveling horse poop and bailing hay and filling up water in the middle of winter where you got to break the ice trough out. Yeah, that's some tough stuff there. That's not really dealing with people. That's dealing with animals. And sometimes people act like animals in restaurants. (laughs) We've all seen it. Anyway, working in a restaurant's tough. But back to my point, you go into a restaurant and that person, that server, that waiter, the seater, whoever you meet, if they've got that growl on their face, that scowl, it's going to turn your stomach. You're not going to feel good about it. Maybe you go into a nice place and you're, uh, well, when it was at the mall here, went into to Macy's and I popped into Dillard's to check that. I didn't know Dillard's was still around. And those ladies, you know, they it was later at night. But they, sir, can I help you with something? They smiled. It made me feel good. And, of course, I gave the old, you know what, I'm just looking. I'm not really sure what I'm looking for. <laughs> she goes, okay, well, if you need something, let me know. And then she went on with her conversation with her coworker. But she smiled. She forced that smile. It made me feel better. You know, of course, it could have been the other way around. <sighs> What does this guy want? And who knows? Maybe she was thinking that. I don't know. But she gave me the smile. It made me feel good. Think about that in any kind of service industry or anything. Now, what does a smile do? It exudes confidence. It exudes belief in yourself. And that belief in yourself radiates to somebody else. Yeah. Also makes people feel comfortable. If somebody's scowling, you're thinking, what the heck's going on in their world? Boy, I don't want to be a part of that. That's very uncomfortable. But a smile makes you feel comfortable. Exudes that confidence. Kindness. A smile is all about kindness. It's making someone else feel better. And then, of course, passion. And it could be passion taken and, you know, you're in love with somebody or passion that you're in love with the process of what you're doing, passion that you're in love with life, passion that you're in love with the, um, the impact that you're making with the smile. Wow. Isn't that crazy? You ever thought that deep about the smile? I guess I have, but then again, I haven't, uh, and that's why I did uh, quite a bit of research. I knew I had enough, I guess I can talk, uh, as my second grade teacher said, Richie talks too much. That was on all my report cards, by the way. <laughs> that's why I feel so blessed and honored now that I've got a career. That's what I do. <laughs> I talk. I talk, 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 talk. And then I smile, 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 smile. Somebody said, well, you've got more to smile about than I do. Well, maybe I do, maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you're going through, but I just do. I know it's a conscious effort and a focused effort to smile. And I didn't always smile. I always had reasons to smile. But when, I mean, I had some different associations and they took great, uh, I shouldn't say this is almost being judgmental, but it seemed like they took great pride and liberty 
into kind of putting others down and not helping them smile. It was an uncomfortable environment. And I'm telling you, if you're in an environment like that, my gosh, get yourself out of it. It is detrimental to your health. I had so many health problems back then. Golly, it's crazy. I was constantly under stress. And as I said, what's cortisol do? I had digestive problems. I had ulcers. Yeah, and here's one I don't often share. Man, 2006, I had a heart attack and a stroke. I did. That was all stress-related. Now, I'd had, I don't know, in in, in a couple-year period, like three major knee surgeries, one where they actually had to cut the femur in half and realign it so it'll never walk right again. Now, of course, that's how you're going to tell me that. So anyway, I'm, I'm, well, I don't say I'm back, but uh, I'm still skating. I was skating yesterday with my little buddy Emmett, ice skating and uh, skiing and martial arts, uh, you know, breaking baseball bats with my leg, <laughs> all those good things. But uh, anyway, that was, you know, uh, and, and here's the thing. Kind of got a sideboard here, sidetracked. All these were my choices. I chose to be around those, you know, that group of people, and I chose to let them affect me. That was my fault, and I had to accept that. And that's the reason our number one black belt principle is humility. Because humility and ego, they fight each other. It's almost like a frown and a smile. They fight each other. And whichever one, and uh, in my book, that's uh, I finished the second, uh, second edit um, two days ago, two or three days ago. And the book, we talk about the two wolves. The name of the book, and the name is still out. It's either the ABCs to become bullyproof or I am bullyproof. I haven't, uh, I haven't finalized the name yet. But anyway, that hopefully will be out on the shelves and out available in March. That's my goal with with that. And if I keep saying it enough on the podcast and all my other medium plat media media medium media media platforms, that uh, uh, it'll be that kick in the butt to get that that thing done. But anyway, talks about which uh, whichever wolf you feed is the wolf that wins. You know, you feed the the, the frowning wolf, the fear wolf, it's going to win. You feed the smiling wolf, it's going to win. Yeah, think about that for a second. Ego versus humility, or the smile versus the frown. So, uh, I got a little sidetracked there. Sorry about that, folks. Oh, I, I mentioned uh, that's that's a good thing. Why I got notes. Another thing I've got is uh, you know shiny red object syndrome. You know, ball squirrel. <laughs> I get off track there. But I was talking about who you surround yourself with and who you'd want to surround yourself with, and then who do you want to be known for? You want to be known for that person that's whining, complaining, frowning all the time. And some say, well, I've got a lot to whine and frown and complain about. Well, I'm sure you do. So does everybody else. But is that the impact you want to make on people and society and the world? No, change it. You're better than that. How about this? There it is. Smile before you answer the phone. It changes your whole, whole, whole. Uh, um, the person can't see you unless you're doing the face. What is that called? FaceTime? FaceTime thing. Of course, they can see you then. But if they can't, you know, the phone call, especially if you're a salesperson and you're making calls. Wow. Smile right before you answer the phone. Smile right before you say a word. It's amazing. It's amazing. Now, you think about that on the phone when they can't even see you. Think about that in person. Think about if you go on a job interview. Smile before you answer a question. It exudes confidence. Once again, it shows comfortability. You're the kind of person they want to hire. And if you're having a tough time smiling, think about a baby. Think about a baby. Now, don't think about a baby crying because they need their diaper changed <laughs> or they're teething or throwing a fit. Just get those thoughts. I mean, yeah, uh, I've got three kids. Sometimes those first 18 months, you're like, ah, I just need sleep, right? But think about the good times when a baby's giggling or a baby's smiling. Or what, what do you do when a baby, uh, you make funny faces at a baby. And what's that do? 
yeah, now you, I mean, I guess you could go to a job interview or you're working at your job, make weirdo faces to make people smile. They may think you're kind of weird (laughs) and they may be fearful of you. But what I'm saying is the power of the smile. If you focus on making others feel good, you're going to feel better in the process. But man, how good, I'm back on the baby thing again. How good does that make everyone in the room feel when you hear a baby giggling or smiling? You could be the toughest person on the planet. You could be, you know, you take some of these uh, um, inmates that have had just horrible lives. They show them videos of babies smiling. It chokes them up inside too. It's a beautiful thing. And what is it? The power of the smile. Yeah. So a couple other things. I know we're getting close on time here. Uh, Smiling, it boosts your immune system. So it's much, much healthier to smile. And here's the numbers I was telling you about. This is unfortunate. But most adults, on average, smile less than 20 times a day. Wow. So the average is, and once again, I don't know how to get these numbers. I just try and uh, I look up several different and crunch the numbers. And the average was 17 times a day is the average for most adults. 17 times. You may be saying, well, yeah, that's about right. I can't go around all day smiling like an idiot. <laughs> Some people actually say that. No. You could do more than 17. So a cheerful adult. Cheerful adult smiles anywhere from 40 to 50 times. Like, oh, my gosh. Well, that's quite a bit. 40 or 50 times a day, man. Of course, we know there's 24 hours in a day, right? There's 1,440 minutes in a day. There's 86,400 seconds in a day. So I throw those numbers at you, and you're probably like, oh, well, I was kind of good with 40 or 50, but now you're telling me there's 86,400 seconds in a day? Oh, man. I need to pick up my game a little bit. Yeah, you really do, considering I'll tell you next. If we compare that to what kids and small children, the amount of times they smile in a day, are you ready for this? Hold on to your seats here. I'll repeat what we do. Everybody's like, oh, will you just tell me for crying out loud? Most adults, about 17 times. Cheerful adults, 40 to 50 times. Small children, kids, on average, 400 times a day. 400 compared to our 40 or 50 if you're cheerful and less than 20 if you're not. And that's an average. That's an average. You know, something else I'm going to throw in here. That number for children goes down considerably if they're on a device. Yeah. If they've got a phone, if they've got a device, and you don't limit the amount of time, that number goes down considerably because it stimulates the brain in all the wrong ways. Now, if they're watching crazy cat videos and uh, (laughs) other funny things out there, that's a good thing. That makes you smile. That makes you feel good, right? Heck, yeah. I'm not saying watch those things all day long, but my gosh, you need to pick me up. There's plenty of things to smile about. Unfortunately, you got to go through the weeds, go through the jungle sometimes to find those good things to smile about. I know, it's crazy. It's the reality of things. But what you look for, you'll surely find. I'm serious. You know, what you continuously like and click on and love and search for, all those algorithms, they're going to give you what you ask for. You can constantly search for all the nonsense going on in the media and uh, the political world and everything else. Uh, I guess it's important to kind of know a little bit what's going on. I'm just saying don't spend your whole day locked in that garbage because that's what it is. It's garbage, and that's going to keep popping up on your news feed more and more and more and more. If you've got people that constantly are talking politics and ugliness online, unfriend them. Get rid of them. It's not good. It's not healthy. You're like, well, yeah, but they're they're my friends. 
Well, then you can snooze them for like 30 days. I found that out uh, not too long ago. Yeah, you can snooze friends. But here's the deal. Who you choose to surround yourself with is who you're going to be. Who you choose. Oh, cheese. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, cheese. There it is. Cheese. Smile. Oh, that, that, how about that tie-in? That just happened, folks. Cheese. When you hear cheese, what's it make you think of? Some say well, pizza or maybe cheese on my salad. No. Cheese. Smile. Bang. That was not planned. That was not in my notes. See how, how, how good that is? Made me smile right there. Now, of course, I'm a goofball. I get it. But hopefully my goofiness is helping make an impact in your life and helping you smile. Hopefully you're still with me. <laughs> hopefully you didn't go, okay, this guy's ridiculous. I'm out of here. Guys, girls, ladies, gentlemen, everyone out there, thank you so very, very much. I'm so very grateful. I'm so very blessed that you take time out of your busy day. Give me another cheese, another smile. And I'm going to tell you what, what you can do right now, you have the power not only to smile and make somebody else feel good, but if you like what you heard here, share it with somebody else. It's free. Just like a smile is free, sharing this podcast with somebody else, it's going to impact them. Somebody you know would benefit from this message. And that's kind of our mission is making society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Making society a better place for our kids. Yeah, think about that for a second. I mean, what's our society going to be like when our kids become adults? A little bit of a scary thought, isn't it? Especially if we don't smile more. Especially if we don't do more for others. Especially if we don't communicate more. And that's the whole essence of this podcast, Kicking Life. Everything I post on my social media channels, follow me on Facebook, Kicking Life with Master Grogan. Instagram, Kicking Life. And it's spelled K-I-C-K-I-N-L-I-F-E. Check us out. Got several groups, like Live Your Best Kicking Life is a group. Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan's a group. Check those babies out. And like I mentioned, if you're in the Edwardsville or surrounding areas, come check out our Martial Arts Academy. It's Grogan's Martial Arts online. Or I guess the whole name is Grogan's Academy Martial Arts. But you just type in Grogan's Martial Arts. Bang. And, you know, you like this show, give me a little five-star review. That helps others because the more reviews, the more positive reviews we get, the more uh, Apple and iTunes and Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and anywhere the podcasts are found, it kind of drives those ratings up so more people are going to know about the podcast. And that's how collectively we're working together to build that tribe. Yeah, that tribe of kicking lifers, baby. All right. Well, good stuff, folks. Well, I hope you found value in this. Please. Uh, throw throw your feedback at me. Let me know what you thought. Maybe I missed some things uh, you know, on the power of the smile. Let me know how it helped you, and let me know what you're doing with that. As always, check out previous episodes. We've got 187 of them, and we're keeping this tra- uh, train moving right along, baby. We're going to keep this positivity train. Next week, we're going to talk about – what are we going to talk about next week? Oh, uh, let me find it in my notes here. Next week, part three – where is it at? There it is – is Words Have Power. Words have power is what we're going to talk about in the next week's show. And then to wrap this series of Live to Give Up, we're going to talk about Be Someone's Hero. And that'll encompass all the things, random acts of kindness, the power of the smile, and words have power. So as always, like I said, you found value, please give us a shout out, give us a little review, share it with somebody else. That's the way we can collectively work together to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live and make society a better place for our kids. All right, folks, I love you. God loves you. Please smile, share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. 
Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.